Broadcasting from Hollywood, it's the official On Air with Brandon J podcast. Here we go. Hi, I'm Heather Monahan, and you're listening to me live with Brandon J on OMG Music TV. Hi, everyone. I'm Brandon. Welcome to On Air with Brandon J. I'm joined by keynote speaker and author Heather Monahan. Heather, how are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. First off, happy 2023. Let's talk about your new book, Powerful, Impactful uh, Statement, as a title, I should say. And uh, what do you think has been the thing that you have learned that has the strongest component of overcoming those obstacles set for someone designing for you to fail? So in the book, Overcome Your Villains, I share a three-step process that I use in my life that's been incredible. And and from what I read on the reviews from the book has been really helpful to others. So the three steps are beliefs, action, and knowledge. I call it the back process, where really in any situation when somebody's faced with adversity, dealing with a difficult person, you know, that first step is to distill your beliefs down to the most simplistic shred of fact, which oftentimes you'll find there is no fact to the beliefs that we hold. It it isn't even a truth, right? And so I think that's a powerful moment to realize that our thoughts aren't necessarily a truth. And when we realize that, it's very empowering. Number two, the step a lot of people get stuck with is take immediate action. And that can be anything from asking for help to, you know, accessing information to support you to, you know, updating your resume, whatever it may be, but take some type of an action step to start creating momentum in your life and get you out of that situation. And then three is around knowledge and the people, the tools that you're going to surround yourself with. People will so often go back to what they know, whether that be people they went to school with or old friends. And those aren't necessarily the people that you need to be surrounding yourself when you're faced with adversity, faced with a toxic work environment or a toxic person. You need to be intentional about who you're choosing to access as your support group as you go through these difficult times. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. And you have had the privilege to speak with various people like Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. Sarah Blakely, Ryan Serhant, and others, what are the biggest, what are some of the biggest takeaways that you've gathered from these very successful entrepreneurs? You can't judge a book by its cover, first and foremost. You know, everybody is not always the exact same way that they appear on social media. So, you know, doesn't matter if somebody has millions of followers or 10 followers, people go through hard times, people get divorced, people have businesses that fail, right? So depending on when you're with somebody, situations can be great or they can be challenging and everyone is just a real person. Um, One of the things that sticks out to me that I learned from Sarah Blakely is that she was very big into Wayne Dyer and his content and really attributes a lot of her success to driving around selling fax machines and listening to his then cassette tapes in her car and really speaking truth into existence, which, you know, for many people, I don't think that that's how a lot of us spend our time, right? Many of us might take classes or be doing a job and might not like where we are, but we aren't necessarily trying to quote unquote manifest something. She really was, but, you know, she didn't stop there. I I believe that, you know, she accessed the knowledge from Wayne Dyer and others to set herself up to manifest something, but then she took a lot of bold risks and a lot of action steps 
um, back to the the back process, you know, she was big into action and very big into the intentional knowledge she surrounded herself with. So, you know, she was told countless times as one of the only females trying to break into the the segment and industry that she was in, that this is not how you do it. And no, you can't build a product like this. And no, you can't market it like this. And it almost ended up from her words that her lack of knowledge, her being a novice was actually the superpower element to her business plan, to her success, which propelled her to becoming a billionaire and the leader in a category. Um, So it was a great way and an empowering way for anybody who's starting off new as a novice in any business to hear that some of the most successful people attribute their success to being a novice. Absolutely. Heather, thank you so much for sharing uh, that that info and that advice. And you're someone that had a successful career as a C-level executive working in broadcasting and media. And when you left, you have just, it, it's amazing. So many people have started podcasts that are inspired by you, especially women. And uh, Boston Hills, hashtag Boston Hills, you are the uh, the creator and founder of that. And what do you think has been the biggest hurdle that you've had to overcome leaving corporate America and building this brand from scratch? You know, a lot of it is really all the same things I had to overcome in corporate America, right? Which is imposter syndrome, lack of confidence, doubting that you're good enough, qualified enough, you know, as qualified as others, comparing your degree to somebody else's, you know, this whole game of you know, lack of confidence, comparison, and imposter syndrome. So to me, it's really, listen, the environment's different in corporate America versus an entrepreneur, but the reasons why you're successful are the, in my opinion, they're exact same reasons. However, you know, I just recently interviewed the founder of Waze and he would agree or disagree with me on, on that statement because <laughs> right. he's, big, he's very big into, you need to be a huge disruptor to be successful as an entrepreneur. I was a big disruptor in corporate America. It's what ended up getting me fired. Um, So I guess he does have a point. But I do believe if somebody's been successful in corporate America, you can apply the same things that work for you there to your business as an entrepreneur to find success as well. I I don't think that only one type of person succeeds in corporate or one type of person succeeds as an entrepreneur. If you're resilient if you're committed to your goals and you're going to be more focused on solutions than obstacles, you're going to be able to succeed in either environment. Absolutely. I I couldn't say it any better. I mean, there's not one form of, or or one, how should I say this? There's not one specific way of being successful, right? Everybody has their own path, but the resilience, the determination, the persistence, all of those things, I think each successful entrepreneur holds those qualities really tight to the vest. Yeah, you had mentioned Gary V earlier. And, you know, one of the things with him that I don't think people think about often is that when you look back, and I like that his team does this. He has a huge team of people, by the way. It's enormous, you know, because he's very far along his entrepreneurial journey. And, and they're amazing. But one of the things that they do occasionally, which I think is so great, is they showcase and highlight some of his videos from when he was working for his dad in the wine business, had not gone out on his own yet. But he started leaning into this idea of personal branding before no one was doing it back then. I didn't, you know, I didn't even know who he was back then. But it, it's so <laughs> interesting to watch that because very often people will get caught up with what you see today. And I understand it, right? It happens to all of us. Like this one person's killing it. And how did they get so big? 
But when you take that moment to take a step back and look at somebody's career and say, oh, wow, look at this guy 18 years ago. He hadn't made it. He didn't have his own company. He was a he nobody. Didn't, I mean, we right, didn't, he didn't know have millions he of <laughs> he was the wine guy and the seller of his dad's company. Right. So nobody right. knew who he was. And he had two views on YouTube. And I just think it's really helpful for people to go down that rabbit hole once in a while. Like, and Gary's a great guy because he is so high profile to see if you search back on his content, you'll see that there was a time he didn't have followers, right? And so I think it there's comfort in knowing unless you're like Caitlin Bristow, who was on The Bachelorette and had this reach, like this massive reach of millions. Of course, when she starts a podcast, she's going to have millions of downloads, right? right. So there is some strategy around certain people and when they launch a business or certain people and when they launch a podcast and having that massive audience. But that's like the 0.001% of, of us, you know, 99% of us are more the Gary V way. We're all going to be taking a risk, starting something, turning a camera on, having no idea what we're doing and just taking a leap and going for it and not getting discouraged because you don't have the million of followers like some of these people do. You know, what's funny is you say this because everybody's like, oh, I got to have the blue check, but they can't get 10 fans to their show, which makes no sense. It's it's such a contradiction. And I thank you for sharing that, because a lot of people look at folks like you and others and automatically see, you know, you've got this great following, but people don't understand you built this from nothing. I mean, literally, you weren't even focusing on, okay, let me become this, this massive keynote speaker. You were just focused on the day to day. And by building this brand, it's just amazing to see how many people are inspired. I mean, you truly inspired me watching, you know, you coming from corporate America to building this brand to where people want to share the stage with you as one of the top keynote speakers. I mean, it's amazing. Well, it's funny to hear it from your perspective, right? When you're living it, it doesn't seem that amazing because right. I see all, all of the low moments, right? Like I just left the Miami Heat arena. I was just speaking at the Miami Heat arena. I was there for three hours. I did a work, like I'm exhausted. Some of the things that I do, especially for people who are in the keynote speaking business, they'll understand this. You give so much of yourself in such a tight window of time that it really can drain you a lot, right? So there's, yes, it, 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 I love what I do for a living. I'm blessed to be able to get paid to do something I love. It was not always that way for me. So I'm, I'm always grateful and thankful for it. But people also don't see that right before I get on with you, as soon as I got home, I have hundreds of emails coming in because I don't have a team the size of Gary Vee. So I have to go through and make sure, are we missing leads? Are people reaching out, trying to book me? Like who's followed up? You know, cause I have VAs and I have part-time people I work with, right. not like Gary. So there's also this, yes, when you start out, it's hard cause you don't have the audience, but then when you're on your way, it's also hard cause you, you're not further enough along to have, you know, a hundred people helping you. You're still the main guy supporting you. So it can be very exhausting too. So I don't want people to lose track of that. Things are not always the way that they appear on social media by far. They're not. You mean to tell me that a lot of these people aren't really living this amazing lifestyle <laughs> that they so portray on social media? No, I hope people know that about me. It was funny. I, like I said, I just gave a keynote at the Miami Heat and this was my second time being there. And I I always ask for um, Q&A after, and this was for all the employees at the Heat. And a woman stood up and she said, I have a question. And I said, what is it? And she said, did you ever doubt yourself when you wrote your books or do you ever still doubt yourself when you take a big stage? 
And I, I just said, hi, have we met? I'm Heather. Yes, all the time. Like <laughs> right. I, That's my message. And I hope people know that or, you know, gosh, I want people to know that. Well, I doubted myself terribly when I wrote my first book, Confidence Creator. I Googled, you know, what are the criteria to be able to write a book? I, I would have never written my first book had I not landed on the Elvis Duran show. And he spoke this truth and conviction into me that he said, well, obviously you're writing a book. And he had such a passion and a strength about his words that I believed him. And I took that belief and I ran with it, right? And I Googled, how do you write a book? And then I just started trying to write a book. And, you know, there was no master plan and there was never this moment where I said, I'm going to be a great writer, but like, it's not the way that people necessarily think it may be. It's about these small moments that can really change your life. If you're willing to jump into the possibility and run with it. Well, inspiration hits you at various times. I mean, I've been in the shower, literally washing my hair and a great melody or something pops in my head. I'm like, oh my God, I got to stop everything I'm doing and write this down before I forget and pick up my guitar. And you don't predict it. You know, you're just, just doing everyday life and then inspiration hits. So I think you just have to be in expectancy for that inspiration to, to hit you. At any yeah, that's time. well said. The expectancy, you know, expecting that it's going to come. I think that's very, very well said. And that's important, right? That you have to expect that you don't have the answer yet, but it will come to you. And instead of just saying, I don't have the answer, I don't have the answer, I don't have it yet. But I know based upon my past experiences in life, this one can come to me too. And, I, and I'm expecting it, like you said. What, Heather, I got a question for you. How, what, what advice do you have for someone that, you know, we were talking about teams and, and when you're building this momentum and your your brand is growing and you you don't have all of the employees per se that Gary Vee has, but how do you build the right team? Yeah, so I've built teams for years back in corporate America, right? I had thousands of people on my team in my past. So I'm blessed to have experience leading teams and building teams. I'm a firm believer and I built, I hire people and the most important thing is who you hire, Right. Hire slow, fire fast. You want to get bad people out of the wrong places fast because they can right. take down your team, you know, very quickly. But and never hire someone you can't fire. And, and for a lot of people, that means not hiring friends and family. And some people are able to do it. it. It depends on the individual, but that's advice I'd give on hiring. But I look for characteristics like true values, ambition, drive. And I want to hear examples when I interview people, you know. I'm a big fan of hiring um, people who played on sports teams. I like people that like to play on a team. They like to support and cheer on one another. They like to learn something, get better over time. They like to build momentum. I don't expect people to come in today knowing every intricacy of my business or me or you know, having this phenomenal brain around strategy. I'm more interested in someone who's willing to get their hands dirty, willing to do whatever it takes to win, who's honest, reliable, and truly cares that's connected back to the why that I want to make the world a better place in whatever way I can. And however that looks, I'm committed to it and I'm committed to doing right. And that's why I'm going to show up every day. I mean, those are the kind of people I want on my team. So Heather, thank you so much for sharing that. You know, we're in 2023. Yeah. What is next for Heather Monahan this year? To your point around expecting things, you know, when I was in corporate America, it was very linear, meaning after Q1, I know Q2 is coming. In Q2, I know we might have to hit expense cuts. We didn't deliver on Q1. Or I know that, you know, we've got some big deals that are coming and here's the window. Typically they happen. And it was very linear and very clear to me. It, things didn't change much out of what we anticipated, which actually is a bad thing because that means you're not innovating a lot, right? You're not disrupting a lot. 
Cut to what I do now, the last five years working for myself. It's very innovative. It's constantly changing. It's dynamic. It's very hard to say to you, I'm doing this on this day and this on this day because the speaking business has changed drastically since COVID. People book speakers very late now, right? I just got booked for next week in New York. I didn't know I was going to New York, but now I'm going to New York next week, right? So things change so quickly. What I would say is this, I'm very excited about reaching more people. I'm very excited about, I do have my concept for my third book. I haven't started writing it yet, but I already did the outline. So that third book will be coming I don't have a date for it yet, but I am working on it. I'm always excited about my podcast and the people that we can impact and the amazing guests that we have on. And and it shocks me that my most popular episodes now are my solo episodes. I launched two episodes a week and it was something I tried just to be different and see what would happen. And it ended up resonating with people. So I'm big into testing and trying. I launched a shoe product this year, which is just starting, you know, to, to get going and taking off. I just hired more people for my team that are working with me. So we're constantly looking at what do the right partnerships look like? What I'm working with my friend, um, Sid Rosenberg in New York and possibly, you know, playing a role in his show. And so there's so many different things and opportunities that are coming up. I'm expecting them to happen. I'm not sure exactly what they'll look like, but as long as I'm leaning into helping others, doing good, sharing what I've learned and hopefully empowering others and teaching others, and having a good time while I'm doing it, then to me, that's success, right? The money's going to follow follow that. I didn't know when I got fired, I'd be a keynote speaker. I didn't know I'd write, you know, books. I didn't know any of this was going to happen. It's amazing. I mean, it's just like, you, you, you don't know, but you were in expectancy that you were seeking after something greater than the position that you were currently or previously in. And on the outside, it looked like I had it made, right? Like people looked at me back then. I had just been named one of the most influential women in radio. And I was a chief revenue officer of a large company. So people thought I had made it. And a lot of people, when I got fired, thought, oh, she's done. You know, how do you bounce back from that? But it ended up being this jump off point for me and catalyst to really take off in a way that I never would have been able to do had I not been fired. So for anyone going through a hard time that's listening right now, just know you can't connect the dots looking forward. But I promise you this, a couple of years from now, you're going to sit somewhere and look back and say, wow, that was the transition moment that led me to this amazing opportunity. I'm so grateful it happened. You've inspired me. Now I want to write three books, but I got to get the one before I get the three. So yeah, you got to start start with one, just start yeah. with writing. That's the reality. Like force yourself to sit down and write every day. It doesn't have to be great. And then when you get enough content written down, hire an editor, right? I'll give you the guy I use when I first started, Ryan Dempsey. He's amazing. You know, hire someone who's light years ahead of you. He's written 19 books. So you wow. need to invest in yourself, bring him on to help advance you and then self-publish your first book. That's what I did. It's easy. It's fast. It took five months and suddenly you're an author. And then once you're an author, you can say, okay, now I want to go pitch HarperCollins leadership or whoever it is that you want to go after and then go land that deal and see if traditional publishing is for you. But test and try different things, but you got to start somewhere and done will always be better than perfect. Ownership is everything. Heather, thank you so much for taking the time here today to do this interview. Congrats on everything that you've accomplished and, and uh, good luck on all of your new endeavors. And I look forward to reading the new book when it's ready. Oh, I look forward to reading your book too when it's ready, Brandon. Yes, ma'am. Heather Monahan right here on On Air with Brandon Jam. Brandon, we'll see you next time. Goodbye for now. Oh, you need 
Hi, this is Brandon, and you are tuning in to On Air with Brandon J right here on iHeartRadio. Is this the sound of us trampled underfoot? A definitive change. Voices are calling out, brave and afraid about the universe won't stay the same.
You've shown your ass at least a thousand times You shook a thousand tries All the polish you go through But you need more than likes Just make your OnlyFans live I think you've peaked In your airplane seat have not followed me on social media make sure you follow me on all social media at i am brandon j and if we are not connected on youtube make sure you subscribe to my youtube channel youtube.com forward slash brandon j each episode we're going to feature brand new content with purpose behind it news from hollywood execs artists talent entertainment news you name it all things hollywood right here on on air with brandon J. thank you for tuning in to on air with brandon J. follow on instagram at i am brandon J. 